0: What's up, party people? Just want to give you a quick reminder about these new T-shirts we got here for the BFB. These new, this new design for the T-shirts and the hoodies. We just want to let you know to thank you everybody that already ordered them and already got them. And you order yours now. Get yours now while it's still at the incredibly low price. These hoodies, the most comfortable hoodies, are wear only twenty seven dollars. And these T-shirts probably the most comfortable t-shirt you ever wear for only $17 so hit us up right now on Instagram at BFB podcast you can check them out there you can hit us up directly at FLX hit list for Instagram or you can hit them up Marquetti at M-A-R-Q-U-E T-T-I at Marketti. also hit us up on our Twitter at podcast BFB and order your shirt we got tons of styles we got tons of colors and uh, all different sports get it now while the prices are incredibly low
1: alright brain you don't like me, and I don't like you. But well,
0: let's just do this, and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. This place is an unfam resource. I love it! With your yeah. host, Flex and Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Charlie
1: Chase. And you're very good, you. You're goddamn right he is. For the everyday fantasy sports
0: player. You just blew my mind. Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, party people. What's up, party people? Welcome, 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 welcome to another fantastic, exciting, informative, and... Chock full of goodies, episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. I and your man, the Grand Flex hit list here with my co-hosts, live and direct, with much respect, Alex Marchetti, what's up, BFBs? You're loving that BFDs thing, is that like BFB. your new thing now?
1: BFB, 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 yo, yeah man, okay. we got the
0: whole crew, you know? How many we- followers we thought we just lost right now, just because... <laughs> listeners went, up, oh, nope, this is not the podcast for me. zero we gained? <laughs> We're on the up and up. Fair, fair enough, fair enough. I like the enthusiasm. Um, what's going on, party people? Once again, thank you very much for tuning in to another fantastic episode where there's lots to talk about, lots to go in for. And just to let you know, just to inform you also, because everybody knows record at Gotham Podcast Studios. Shout out to everybody at Gotham Podcast Studios. And don't not forget, if you are looking to do a podcast of your own, Head over to God the Podcast Studios. Tell them that the Better Fantasy Bureau sent you. They're gonna hook you up. Just let them know that we sent you, and they'll hook you up for sure. But we are not recording at the God the Podcast Studios. No, industry. we're not. No, we're recording in my living room. Yeah, in my house. Yeah, in my this, apartment. This is where we're recording. Yes, that. Yes, 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 baby. I cleaned up the apartment before my came. The man cave. <laughs> well, it's not now. The BFB cave. No. Well, you know what she's not here. Yeah, the man cave. Yeah, the PMP yeah, I just converted the living room into a man cave. I, I talk a lot of crap when my wife's not around and then when she comes around I quickly no, 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 babe, no, no. <laughs> uh not gonna it's front.
1: comfortable, you know. I'm here in
0: the love seat. It's chill. It's not a love seat. The love seat is for two people. I could fit two here. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> um but yeah we're not recording that's why it. they call it a love
1: seat sorry all right. all
0: right. but no but the, <laughs> but the sound quality still be good enough i know we're not in a treated room we are in my living room so if you hear a bit of it echoing it's because of that uh no so just because i don't i don't want to because people know we recorded but gotham and because of the gotham name i don't want it to sound quality sounds off or different i don't want it to be like uh a reflection of what gotham does yeah no nah, totally understandable so there's your disclaimer yeah, to let you know, but shout out, you know, the Gotham Podcast Studios for always looking us up. And the reason we're not there is because I slacked this week. This this is actually our the the 51st episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau. We didn't go over it. We did 50 episodes last week. Both oh. the 50th episode. So this is the 51st episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau. Uh, that would be 49th for me because I missed two when I went to Ecuador. But um, I slacked because I was studying for my insurance exam. I got a new job. I work for Aflac. In, Affleck! Yes, yes. <laughs> I have a friend of mine who really thought it was because of a Ben Affleck movie. I'm not going to say his name. Not on this podcast list. But an, an, another ones that are coming up for us. Anyways, um, yes, yeah, so I was studying real hard for my exam. I was studying really, really hard. I was taking it really seriously. I, it, it, it's It's so annoying to study for because it's so wordy. Like too many words, too much descriptions. I read the word "policy" insured short and in shorter, like five times in the same sentence before I see a period. It just starts mump, like you know, just meshing all together. Yeah, it meshes all together, and it and it just it starts it starts looking like messed up to me, and it starts annoying me. So I um, I I, I ended up taking the I, I passed the course examination, and then I took my state test yesterday, which is this is why we slacked. I didn't book the time, and I needed a seventy, and I failed. And I don't mind saying that because I don't like make. I don't mind making fun of myself, but I failed and I got a sixty nine.
1: <laughs>
0: that's and, what, that's what you get for and, not liking Takashi. <laughs> yes, I know you told me that earlier. That was <laughs> cracking me up because of all the times I make fun of Takashi sixty nine, and uh, he finally got back to me. Yeah, and 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 I got a sixty nine. I needed a seventy, and I got a sixty nine on my exam, and I failed my exam. And I got to call again today and make another exam. Maybe you should put a bet on Robert Gronkowski because he's he
1: likes the sixty nine. He likes numbers. the
0: number sixty nine. I know you saw he you, has a strange thing with that. You saw on Barstool when there was a oh uh, yeah PMT uh, PFT. Yeah, uh,
1: he interviewed him. He was
0: like, no, you know. no, no. Recently on on their on their Instagram, um, they asked him about what you know that that some fourth grade child was asking why do you like the number sixty nine Gronk?
1: Yeah, it, it was a little awkward. <laughs>
0: And he did this thing. What did he say? He's like, oh, here's a little math quiz for you. He goes, like, what, six times nine plus six plus nine? Yeah, 69. Yeah, I know. So, he's like... yeah, he,
1: the, the, one, the one that asked him that question was uh, PFT. From, oh, it was PFT. Uh, okay. Because yeah, oh,
0: awesome. Portnoy over there was getting at the Rams. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then they got
0: kicked out. <laughs> anyway. <Yeah. laughs> anyway, so moving on. But lots to talk about right now. So then that's what's going on right now with my life. So now I got to book the test again. I got to study for the test again. I promise you I'm a smart guy. It's just this test. It's just annoying. It really, it really is annoying because this is the wording of it. It's like so annoying. You
1: gotta do it though.
0: I know, and it's probably gonna be just like my real estate test. Like I'm hardly ever gonna use all that information that I ever got for like my career.
1: So please, guys, just have your friends subscribe. You know, and uh, for we don't have to be working and doing other stuff, <laughs> and we can just do this full time. <laughs> if we don't do this full time, is I blame you guys.
0: Likes, well, <laughs> No. Nah, yeah, sorry. screw it. We know it's not, definitely not our fault. I'm not no, gonna it's blame not our us. Fault. Um. <laughs> But definitely subscribe, like, comment, 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 and review. Uh, rate and us. Rate us. You never know. Might just give out another free t-shirt to somebody else who does that. All right. So now uh, let's get right into it because there's lots and lots to talk about today. Yes. We're let's start su- off. Let's start off with the big thing. I know. Now, we know the big thing is the Super Bowl is this Sunday. Super Bowl. Yes. But that's not that what everybody's talking about. At least not in New York. Not in New York, not not on this side. But for most sports, and you want to know what now? Not in New York or Dallas, Dallas too. But but think about this. The think of, I, I think about this because since we're in New York, and of course the big news about Christoph Porzingis being traded, and I'm sure New Orleans are also talking about where they're going to put um, Anthony Davis. But if you think about this, right? Because they're saying like with the Super Bowl coming up. And we're talking so much about the NBA offseason when the offseason's not even here yet. And we're talking about what could happen in the offseason with the offseason without even being here yet. Is it also because since the Patriots are like always in the Super Bowl that they're kind of like, all right, another Patriots Super Bowl. And maybe that's why they're not talking about it as much. Like, do you believe if it was Chiefs versus Rams, and let's say the Rams didn't go in because of that call, and if it was Chiefs versus Rams, in the Super Bowl, do you think that they would be talking about that more than what's going on in the NBA? And that granted, it's a lot. We're talking about a lot in New York, but it's a lot all over ESPN that they're talking about this too. Um, so I'm saying, but we're not. We're we're, we're talking a lot about NBA offseason season during the Super Bowl weekend. Like I think if it was, well, I'm saying, if it was Chiefs Rams or if it was like chargers saints the whole philip rivers drew Brees thing we would probably hear a lot more about the super bowl than we would about this nba trades no because this
1: nba trade was a blockbuster trade you know these these type of trades don't happen every season you know so for us especially since we're in new york this is something that impacts us directly and you know if we was in a different market. If this was a big trade that happened with a different team, maybe we won't be talking about it as much. But then again, this is a basketball city. So when you're bringing up the Knicks being a trade, it's trading our biggest player that we have drafted since Patrick Ewing. That, of course we're going to be talking about that, this. I All right, so – Who's been better a better player that we have drafted since? Mark Jackson. Mark, easy. Um, yeah, Easy. Okay.
0: <laughs> you stumped me. There you go. Rookie of the year. Like seventh yeah. all-time in
1: assists. But he didn't play his entire
0: career with us. But he's the best player we drafted after Hewing. And he was I'll give you rookie that. of the year. With, with, he's seventh all-time in assists. Mark Jackson. Easy. Shout out to Bill Ryan for also pointing that out in the group chat.
1: Yeah. that's No, that's a fair, valid point right there. I'll give you that. You know, but... Yeah. Anyway, so this is a basketball town, you know, and a trade like this, th- a lot of moving pieces, you know. Of course, we're gonna be talking about this over the Super Bowl,
0: right? No, we have no, 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 no. I know. I'm not saying we, but I, but you also hear it a lot on ESPN. You hear a lot of this talk about ESPN and everything. You know what I mean? Like, e- even like Stephen A. that records in L. A. and he's talking a lot about this trade. Now it's a big blockbuster trade, but do you think? If it was a chi- uh, Chiefs... I was going to say champs. Wow. <laughs> Chiefs versus Rams Super Bowl, that maybe that would be overshadowing this big blockbuster trade. No, no, no. So you don't no, think the Patriots no. like that being like the boring... not bo- I wouldn't say so much boring, but like kind of like repetitive Super Bowl. All right, Patriots you, again.
1: You, you have to know that, that uh, ESPN has bought a lot of licensing rights for basketball games for the NBA. Mm. So... It's in their favor to talk and hype this up because they do have a lot of games in, in, in their network. That's NBA. Okay. So there might be some politics and some economics finances involved with that as well. So, of course, they're going to be talking about it because you know what game they got going on Saturday? Lakers versus the Warriors. You know, so like, they, do they have the Super Bowl on yeah, Sunday? But Lakers, no,
0: Lakers versus. No, that that game's not as big. I hear you. I, I see what you mean, though. I know what your point is. So they're yeah, obviously they're gonna emphasize on basketball. Of
1: course, when football season is around, they're gonna be talking about because football is king. But you know, basketball also has a lot of ratings, and they have a lot of interest behind it as well. So it, even if it was the Chiefs versus the Rams or the Saints the conversation with the networks will still have been altered at because of the
0: magnitude of the trade. Nah I see what you mean there. It's a, it's a fair point. Okay. Fair point. But it's it's also I think it's a good point that, you know, for me to bring up that I think it's like a conversation piece nonetheless about if you think about it, like if it was like I said, I think if it was also uh Philip Rivers, the charges against the Saints, you would hear lots of talk about Philip Rivers and Drew Brees and the whole trading of Drew Brees. Like you would hear a lot about that that it might take away from that big blockbuster trade. No, I, I, I don't a, think by much maybe. But. It's
1: it's because like what else are you gonna talk about Brady? Brady already said that he's a, he's planning to play till he's forty five. That's a goal he has. You know, there's no there's no story about like, oh is he gonna retire after this well, season. Like, you know, dynasties uh, that get repetitive like yeah. you said. Yeah, is Belichick going to retire? That doesn't seem like it's going to happen in the foreseeable future. So, what what other story do they have besides the the Sean McVay, the, the young coach versus the oldest coach? The, the you know, player that
0: pulls him away from the sidelines. <laughs> the yes. coach
1: that takes him away. <laughs> you know, obviously there would have been a lot more interesting backstories, uh, you know, build-ups with the the other players from other teams. Right, But I don't think, it, regardless of the matchups, like th- this trade would, are, you know, pivot everyone from talking about the Super Bowl and at least have a twenty-four hour window
0: or forty-eight hour window where they talk about this trade, no matter what. Well, let's get into talk about the trade. I'll tell you one crazy thing about the Super Bowl, though. We'll get into that in a little bit, a little uh, down the show. But you know what's one crazy thing about the Super Bowl? If you think about it, that like Sony Michelle when. When uh, Brady won his first Super Bowl, was in the, was six years old. <laughs> it's, um, it's crazy. Jared Goff was seven. Say, so, hey, do you know what it's like for you to be like a six year old kid and seeing the great Tom Brady? Like, like to love it enough to train that much to become a professional football player, and to see Tom Brady and to know the like what is the greatness of Tom Brady, and to see him as a six year old kid and now to play against him or play with him, like you know what it is like for a kid to watch be like one day I'm going to be playing with this guy. Like, that's like if us, like, like say, like, 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 like kids, like watching like Odell and then end up years later, throwing the ball to him.
1: Yeah. It, well, in football, I can't really, uh, fathom that they think they'll be able to play with them. Cause no, the, yeah, the, because the
0: age is like, you know, restricted. the career span yeah. is, is such is shorter. Of course. Like in
1: ba- you can see that being realistic in baseball, right? Or perhaps maybe basketball, even right. though that's a stretch, but, you know, for that to happen in football, it's amazing. You know, like you as a seven-year-old, six-year-old, you watch the Super Bowl game, Tom Brady wins his first, and then next thing you know, you're in the Super Bowl with him, him at 41 still playing in peak quarterback performance, and you're able to play and compete against him and perhaps even beat him or
0: win a Super Bowl with him. That's It's, it's crazy to me. Yeah. It really is crazy to it's me. It's amazing. Um. All right. So moving on, party people. So let's get into the nitty gritty of it. Let's get into the. So sorry about you that. Just, you just pointed at me. Just so everybody knows why. Up. I didn't hiccup. I didn't up. He what, just pointed at me.
1: Are we going to talk about your thoughts about the trade? Yeah. yeah. All right. Sorry. sorry that,
0: that's that's what I was well, going to well. get into right now. Nitty gritty. <laughs> Go ahead. Talk about it. the nitty gritty of it was going to be the big big story, especially here in New York and in Dallas and in most of the NBA world, because as you said, it was a big blockbuster trade. Yes. Is Porzingis traded to the Dallas Mavericks? Now, before we start talking about, you know what? Yeah, tell me first, just just don't tell me why. I just want to know first, do you like the trade or not? As of right now, I cannot
1: say I like the trade or don't like the trade. I'll give you that
0: answer in July. Okay. Now I say I understand why you're saying that. I say I love the trade. But in July, if the Knicks mess this up, I could easily say they blew their chance. Now I love the trade because of what the chances this trade creates, the opportunity it creates. Now we have a shot, and we have an opportunity. Us New Yorkers, us Knicks fans. Well, does you know New York, us? Is, when I mean by us, like we, the New York Knicks. Now they could blow it. So in July, I won't hate the trade. I will hate the fact that they blew it. Now, most people are going to say that, you know, of course, with the big talk is about getting Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving over here. Now, if we get Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, most people are going to say, wow, it was a good trade, good thing we did it. They're going to love it. They're going to forget about all this that happened. They're going to forget about Porzingis and everything, right? Yeah, for sure. But then if we end up getting, like, Drogic and Middleton, then they're (laughs) going (laughs) to—
1: I doubt that's gonna happen. We but, end up getting like you know Ky-
0: we are the Knicks, Kyle Quinn and 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 uh to, and Harris, Tobias wow. Harris. I thought I thought having
1: Jimmy Butler was gonna be bad, but having <laughs> I like Tobias Harris, but I don't want to overpay. No, I don't want to. No me. way. But I'm saying, no but like way. like
0: like it could easily be something like that too. Like it could be Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. It could be Kawhi Leonard and Kemba Walker, or it could just be you know Tobias Harris and Dragic. Yeah. Oh, my God. So that that's what I'm saying. I like, almost threw up in my mouth. You're saying but right. if we do that, <laughs> if we do that, if we do that, then we're going to see that. Um, then people are going to be like, I hated the trade. I hated the trade. I hated the trade. I'm not going to say I hated the trade. I just we would have never had this opportunity if it wasn't for the trade. Now, I'm going to say that we blew our opportunity. We blew our chances. We messed up our chance. Yeah. That's one thing to say. That's the way I feel about it. So in July, I'll probably hate the chance. Like
1: right now, I see the trade as us fixing what we messed up before. We got Dennis Smith Jr. We could have easily drafted Dennis Smith Jr. instead of Frank Nilekina.
0: which so- Yeah, that was like... That was like Phil Jackson's last weekend. Like, you know what? Screw you. All right, so his last middle finger before Phil Jackson
1: out gets fired. Then Steve Mills decides to sign Tim Hardaway Jr. to a seventeen million per year contract for what four years? Like I said, I still think that was more doling than anything else. Regardless, not, not now we traded Tim Hardaway. Jr. We we had to dump contracts, which you know, we knew that it was, they were bad contracts. Okay, Courtney Lee, we were competing when we had him, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you, you, I, I, I won't count him in on this, but Tim Hardaway Jr., we already knew that we overpaid for him. Mm-hmm. And then we trade him away. to We dumped him, and then we get Dennis Smith Jr., who we could have easily had drafted. Right now, all we our concern should have been is maybe – Uh, trading away Ennis Kanter and and packaging it with like Corny Corny Lee. And then we easily would have had the cash space to sign one max player and maybe perhaps Porzingis would have been
0: a little bit much more optimistic with the outlook of the New York Knicks. Now this is my thing. This is my thing about it and I hear your point when your point is probably the most popular point out there. Yeah. But here's my thing. What is this desire, this like love, this false sense of stardom on Porzingis? What funny. has he done? What has he done for the Knicks, for his career? Fisdale went all the way to, to Latvia to go visit him. What is Porzingis? Now I'm not saying like what is Fisdale either. Fisdale's not like like a marquee Hall of Fame coach either himself, but he's a brand new coach. But he's what a, is it?
1: He's a players' coach. Right. a lot of players so like him, and so you in the went league.
0: out of your way, yeah. to go see him, and, and numerous times. Porzingis has tweeted something about his dislike with the Knicks, his dislike with Porzingis. Something his subs, yeah, yeah, and, and something about I remember teams. something about like uh, Fisdale saying something about him not being at full speed yet, and then he tweeted something about him running. Oh yeah, that happened like, like back in November. Who, who are you, poor Zingas, for him to go out of his way to a completely different country to go see you to kiss your ass? You know what I mean? Like and, and 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 if you want to talk about a coach that has that has a lot of respectability. Now listen, we in New York we hate Phil Jackson for what he did for when he ran the for when he ran the Knicks for us. We we liked what he did for us as a player. You know, he won a championship with the Knicks. We love him as a coach in general. But what he did for us for the Knicks was terrible. He 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 completely. It was awful what he did for us. He he had, he, he put us in a in worse positions that we ever been in. <laughs> and but still, at the end of the day, Fizdale, like you said, is a player's coach. He's not a coach that has like a lot of backstory to him or like a lot of like credentials. But Phil Jackson does. What's he got? Eleven rings, right?
1: Yeah, but forget but, Phil Jackson. But forget Phil Jackson. But still, Phil but Jackson. but
0: but Porzingis. Did not go to the exit meeting. Now I get it with the frustrations, but who were you at the time to do that when he drafted you? Yeah, everybody wanted Moutier. We have him now. I remember at that time yeah. we wanted Okafor or mainly Moutier. Right, Winslow was also in contention. Talking about, it. I remember Justin Winslow. not, not really to do much. Moutier is doing okay for us now, but I remember that was a talks in the draft. I remember I was one of those guys. I was booing Porzingis. I was one of them. I was pissed off. He was like that little kid, right? Yeah. I, yeah, just like no, well, <laughs> nah, I wasn't crying, but still, but but the point the point is is that this guy drafted you, and you had an exit meeting. You didn't show up for it. Who are you? You've yeah. been in the All Star game once, once yeah. as a reserve. You've been in. The, you have not played a single full season yet. Shout out to my boy Sean for always putting that out, pointing that out. Sean's he said he has issues with his elbows, with his hips, with his ankles, with his knees. Now I get it. He's young. He's really, really young, but he's so young with all these problems with his problems with his, with his with his elbow, his hip, his ankles, his knees, watch his back end up going out soon, and he has an attitude problem and he has a problem like uh, Alan Hahn Alan Hahn, right? I was listening to the, to the Michael K show the other day, and Alan Hahn was talking about how he um he, he's really upset about the trade. That he loves Porzingis. He loves Porzingis and he's really upset about the trade, right? But he was talking about that Porzingis is not necessarily a punk. Because he comes off like a punk. He really is. He's coming off like a punk. And he says he's not that he's influenced by the, by the wrong people. He has bad people around that influence him wrong. Like his brother. Like you, his brother, okay. Right? Who's an agent, whatever. But the thing is, he... um. He even said that I even told Porzingis, he said he tried really hard, that Allen Hahn would talk to Porzingis and would tell him, listen, don't do this this way. Don't act like this. Don't send this stuff out because it's going to look bad. You're in the New York media. They're going to punish you for it. Don't do this. And then Porzingis would literally go back to him like, but who are you? "Say, like, who am I? I've been in the New York Knicks basketball media for, for forever. Yeah. Not, not forever, but you know what I mean, for as long as I can remember for a long time. Like, Allen Hahn is, is is the main guy for ESPN when it comes to New York Knicks. No, I like Allen Hahn. Love Allen Hahn. Yeah. And he, he, you know, Porzingis had that attitude because of the people around it that influenced him to be like he's God's gift to basketball. And then a lot of New York Knicks fans are upset. Oh, you gave away, you know, this this young player. Because, because that's our thing. That's what we do to Knicks. We give away young players. We give away all these young players, right? Young I get it.
1: players, draft picks, young players, draft picks, and then we have no cap
0: space. Right, and there's no cap space. But now, this is the thing, Porzingis. I just dropped my phone. That's what is on this. Porzingis did not want to be here. I, and you know what? I, I'm the type of person, especially as a coach, or as like a, I'm I'm all big about loyalty. And I know I'm like you know, like even when I was like this, always in relationships. Like I'm, a, I'm, you know, I'm big on like I, I'm. I feel highly about myself. Like yo, you don't want to be down with me, then you got to be down with me. Get get the hell out of here. In a sense, you know what I mean. So if you're in the Knicks, you don't want to be down with the Knicks. Get out of here. My boy Jelani also posted. He made a pretty good point. Now, I was never crazy about the Carmelo Anthony trade, but I never hated it. I was like indifferent about it, right? I did not like it. I I didn't hate it when we did at the time, right? I didn't hate the Carmelo Anthony trade. But the thing with Carmelo Anthony is that it's true with with Jelani Rowe. When you wear a New York Knicks uniform, and remember I went to the Hewing era, the motto was tough team, tough city, tough team. It's a hard place to play for. A lot of people come and get lost when they come to the Knicks. Look at Zach Randolph; they get lost when they come to the Knicks. And how many times? He did all right, he did okay, but he didn't do like the double double machine that we thought he was going to be, okay. that he was supposed to be, that we gave up to get him. But when you come to New York, a lot of people get lost. Like I said, this you know, there's one reason why I don't want Kevin Durant here because we even booed Mariana Rivera. So when you play for the, especially and you said it's a basketball city, right? Yeah. When you play for the New York Knicks, you play for all the glory and all the bad stuff that was that was with it. Mello, he stayed with us to a lot of bad. He stayed to us with a lot of bad. Mello,
1: he did decent, you know, top third score of all time for the Knicks, right? Listen, yeah,
0: listen, so. he, he 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 stuck with us. You know what I mean? He came here alone. He didn't come here with nobody else. He came here alone. And you could hate Melo, you could love Melo, you know what I mean? I just never thought that – I always thought Melo was a great player. I just never thought believed that he was going to be the guy to give us a championship. But he came here alone, he stuck with all the good and the bad, and you know what else? He left here alone. And this brings me to my point that what's great about the opportunity with this trade is that you don't have to sign somebody to come here alone. That's not the appeal. Nobody wants them to come to the Knicks alone. Porzingis, nobody wanted to come to play just with Porzingis, but now if you could sign two Max guys, and you could sign somebody like Kyrie and Kevin Durant, which is not the duo that I want, and you could sign somebody like Kemba Walker and Kawhi Leonard, which is a duo I would like better. Kemba Walker and? Kawhi Leonard. I would like that duo a lot better than Durant and Irving. I want Boogie Cousins here. Hey, then you want Boogie. I mean, I don't want him here. But, like, but a, like a Boogie Durant or a Boogie Kemba. I'm not gonna say I don't want Boogie here. I just I just I, got...
1: I, I think we, we don't have to sign Boogie into a max contract either.
0: You know what my ideal situation is? My deal situation is, uh, Kawhi and Lillard, Damian Lillard, but he's not a free agent until 2020. Mm, yeah. So even if we don't use all our money this year, we just give a max contract just to Kawhi, with maybe the intent of him knowing of like. That uh, they'll get, um, you know, we could get a Damian Lillard because I think he's gonna be out of Portland. I just think he's gonna want to leave there on his contract. Yeah. So it's kind of like maybe with LeBron, maybe when he went to the Lakers, he didn't go to the Lakers for the roster, but he probably went there with the intent knowing that guys like Kawhi could have possibly went, and now Anthony Davis could. Or, pro- or
1: I think it was Jimmy Butler, but Jimmy Butler, Jimmy
0: Butler, but he probably knew that Anthony Davis was gonna want to go. So that's why LeBron went there. Yeah. So I'm saying, you know, even if we get just Kawhi for this year and then with the promise of getting Damian Lillard, that's my ideal situation. I'm not saying that. And, of course, the ideal situation would be, you know, drafting Zion one as well. But to stick with it because there's a bunch of things we got to talk about the topic, right? Is that that's what I love about this opportunity. You don't have to get a star to come here by himself to try to fix this by himself because they saw what Melo did. He came here by himself and it was too much for him to do. So that to me creates that, that fantastic opportunity. but the reason I love this trade even more for the fact is for the fact that we got two first round draft picks for future first round draft picks, look, even if we don't even if we met, even if we don't sign anybody max this coming year or whatever it is like let's say worst case scenario, we don't sign anybody we got five, we got um what is it? we got seven first round picks in the next five years seven first round picks in the next five years like you said, one big thing is that we were trading away young prospects, young, great players that could develop into something, and trading away and giving away draft picks and have nothing to build on. All for a win-now situation. And overpaying players. And overpaying players. We are now in a situation where we could, I want to say win now, but strongly compete now, and build a future with seven picks in the next five years. Yeah. Yeah. Worst case
1: scenario: Let's say we don't get none of the top guys. I'd rather just overpay one player and give him one year contract each year until the next free agency, or just let it build up, or just you know. I don't want to overpay anybody. But like, let's say it, because you know there's uh, a you know there's a cap restriction, so we have to pay a certain amount of money. So what happens? Like, let's say JJ Redick went to the uh, the Sixers a couple of years ago and he got paid twenty year uh, twenty million dollars. Uh, Pope went to the Lakers uh, last season, and he got he got eighteen or twenty million dollars. Sometimes it's better to do that; just pay that person for one year and just wait for the next free agency free agency class. Understand what I'm saying?
0: No, no, I I get what you're saying, but it's just um
1: I, I'm I'm talking about worst case scenario. Hopefully this is right, happen. right, right. Okay, it'll be, a, it'll be a nightmare. I got you, I got you, know, you. But, I got you. I see what you mean. But if ends up happening, I don't want to sign. Uh, Tobias Harris and give him $30 million right. a year for the next four years. No. Understand? Like, I like Tobias Harris, but I don't want to overpay for him. No,
0: and I don't want to make him a focal point.
1: Now, if we could get him for like 2020 and then get some other players, some role players, maybe it'll work, and then maybe get a <laughs> Damian Lillard the next season. I that, surely, that might work.
0: I strongly believe that we are going to get – Um. Two out of the top five guys right now. Two out of the top five, which for right now there are um Jimmy Butler. I know you don't want him. I don't, I don't want him I don't want him either, but he's a top five free agent right now in the offseason. We get either Jimmy Butler, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Klay Thompson, or Kawhi Leonard. I believe we'll get two Boogie out of the cousins. But that, I'm saying top five. Uh, Boogie cousins. People he's not he's, sleeping on Boogie cousins, bro. He, he just came back from being hurt for a long time. Before he got hurt, he was considered what? Right, but you, before you get hurt with an injury like that, you never. You, it's it's really hard to determine if you're ever going to be the same. True. Which is right Very now true. with poor Porzingis. Let's see. Right? No, no, no. I'm I'm not I'm not taking anything away from. It. I'm just. Who are you more worried about? You more worried about Boogie Cousins hurting himself or Kawhi Leonard hurting himself? Boogie cousins. Right. Who are you more worried about getting hurt? Boogie cousins or Kevin Durant? All right, so just okay. with that alone, right? Just with that alone, just it's 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 that's why it's more concerned. That's why he's not like a top five guy. Gotcha. You know, Kemba Walker's having a crazy year. He's an all-star this year. He voted into an all-star year, and he's not a top five guy. You know what I mean? Those are the top five guys right now.
1: I like me some Kemba.
0: I love Kemba. I, w- I would love if we had to sign two out of this year. If for me, it would be Kemba and Kawhi. For the two we would sign this year. I would love overall to get Kawhi. And Kawhi Leonard this year and then have enough money to save up for Damian Lillard for the year after. I would love that.
1: But the thing about uh Kawhi, he's great, but we have uh Knox. So where's Knox? You gonna put him in the two? Where are you gonna play where you gonna put him? No, you could you could put, him, put in him, f- him in the four?
0: Yeah. With the day well look, Cornette plays center. You got Luke Cornette playing center. You got Dave yeah, da- you got Draymond Green playing center nowadays. With the way the NBA is nowadays, Yeah, yeah. it's all spread. Okay. Gotcha. You know what I mean? You, you could definitely put him in the vo- We we did really successful, not really successful, but we had some really good years. Um, having uh Carmelo start the four. He started the four a couple of times on the Antonio system, not the Antonio system. Uh, wherever. Where, anyways, but forget the coaches. But still, he was playing the four for a while, and he was Mike doing Woodson. Really, uh, yes, Mike Woodson. Yeah. Okay. He was playing the four, and he was doing really well at the four, and they kept, they doing so well that they kept him there for a while. So, you know, I'm not mad about that. But it just brings me back again. What I was saying about is like. I I I don't like how everybody's idolizing Porzingis like if he is God's gift to basketball. Who are you? What have
1: you done? Well, let's see how it goes. But I do like uh, this possibility of him playing with Doncic. And, oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. If they get some chemistry going, and if Porzingis stays healthy, it's gonna look. It's gonna be a great thing to watch. And I'm a. I'm a pull for them. I'm, I like Doncic. I, I wish nothing bad I, against. I like Porzingis, although you know, people question his attitude.
0: You know? I wish nothing bad against Porzingis, but you know what I mean. But, but like I said, like like if I go to the game and Melo's there, I'm cheering for Melo. If I go to the game, Porzingis there, screw you. You never wanted to be a part of us. Uh, now I don't. I'm not saying I wish bad against him. I wish he hurts himself or anything like that. You know, nothing like that. But I honestly, I was excited for what he could do for us. You know, he was always hurt. He never played a full NBA season. And his attitude, honestly, his attitude, he acts like he's like the best NBA player forever in the world, you know? Gotcha. Now, to tell you about something else about this is the possibility also. Yeah, we forget about this a lot. Like I said, I love this trade because screw you, Porzingis. You didn't want to be here. You're not even all that good as you think you are. You have just you know what I mean? Two, um, not only do we get the cap space to sign two max contracts, we got the we got the extra draft picks. Like I said, seven in the next five years, and three. If it doesn't pan out, where we get, let's say, even like a Kyrie, a Lillard, or we don't even get, um, uh, Kemba Walker. Like let's say, like we let's say we end up getting like Kawhi and Cousins, right? And then we end up, you know, we we end up drafting Zion Williams. <laughs> then, we have, then we have... If we get Zion. Th- yeah, we're going to get to that right now. And great. And then, and then or if... Or R.J. Barrett. And then we... But we're saying, but if we don't get any new, like, shiny new point guards to take over the spot, we got a very, very cerebral, cerebral, very young point guard in Dennis Smith Jr. I like Dennis Smith Jr. I, yeah. He should have been... He should have 100% been the big over Frank Nekili... Uh, uh whatever. Nelikina. Yeah, you say it. But still, like, he... I like him a lot. I've been a fan of him, and, uh, you know, he, he dropped a triple-double on us when he came here to play with against us not too long ago, recently. And so even if we don't have – I mean, we're always we talking about, oh, we need a point guard, we need a point guard, we need a point guard. We have one. We have one now. Now we have one, and very young, very good, extremely young, Dennis Smith Jr. So even if we don't get, like I said, the Kyries, the Damian Lillard, you know, the the point guard, the strong point guards in the draft, or, you know, the Kemba Walkers, we still got – um, Dennis with Jr. follow on, so I like this trade a lot. But here's the funny thing: and a lot of people are not talking about this because all people are, and I I don't know how true and you know NBA fans they are, but everybody keeps seeing about everybody keeps seeing the pictures they're being posted out. The ugly photoshops are being sent around <laughs> of Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and Zion Williams, and it would have been a very realistic, very good chance that we get Zion. Last year. Not this year. Because of course. We're the Knicks. It's New York. This is what happens to us. We're put in these situations. And then we either blow it. Or it doesn't go in our favor. Because this year. Which a lot of people are not talking about. They changed the rules. To the NBA lotteries. The percentages are changed. And going to affect this offseason. Before. If you had. A top. If you had the worst record in the NBA, you had a 25% chance to land a number one pick. If you had the second worst record, you had like a 19% chance. And if you had the third worst record, you had a 15% chance. Approximately 15. So approximately four 19 with uh, third, second place. 15 with third place. And, prox- and, and you had a 25% chance with the worst record. 25% <laughs> This year. Of course. Of course. The Knicks. Who now currently have the worst record in the NBA. The worst. Who last year, if this was going like last year's rules, we would have had a 25% chance of getting the number one overall pick and then back is Zion Williams. But no. If you are one of the worst three teams in the NBA, you all get a 14% chance. Jesus that's going into effect and the reason they put that into effect is to stop tanking so that goes into effect you have a 14% chance the only thing you are guaranteed the only thing that a top that the worst nba record it is true because remember the other the other the, you know the fourth place and the fifth place they also have those same chances to get number 1 the only guarantee you have of having the worst record in the league is a top 5 pick Top five? That's it. If you have the worst record in the league, you are just guaranteed a top five pick. So let's say the NBA lottery draft. Yeah. Like, let's say the top four picks are other. Like, let's say the Knicks have the worst record in the league. And top four picks weren't the Knicks in the draft, the lottery. They get the five. They'll get the five. That's the only guarantee they have. Yeah, but, of
1: course, (sighs) the Knicks being the Knicks. And and a great timing,
0: but see, but it's funny because we we always <laughs> mess things
1: up. We always, but uh, this is not
0: the, something we did wrong. We did, that's not
1: our fault. No, it just it just uh, karma, I guess. I don't know, New York, Nick, karma.
0: You can't it's make, James
1: Dolan. That's what it is. You
0: can't make this up. That rule goes into effect this year, mm-hmm. just when we're like, and for a player that's like that looks like just gonna take the NBA by storm. That is Zion Williams.
1: Well, let's see what happens. Hopefully, uh I, everything aligns, the stars align, and we get the top 2 free agents and we get the number 1 pick cuz that will be a great scenario, a great situation, and this city is going to be oh, going nuts. L-
0: listen, if we got if we got the number 1 pick and we got Zion Williams, Let's just look at it how everybody says. Let's say, because everybody's talking about KD and Irving. I don't want KD, and I expressed why before in another episode. If you haven't heard it, check it out about the, you know, what I say about KD being too sensitive. You know what I mean? About the media is going to eat him up alive, and he's too sensitive. He's not going to be able to handle the pressure, the criticism here in New York. But if your team was consistent of Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, Zion Williams, Kevin Knox, you know what I mean? Like, if your team was consistent of that – that's a contending team right there. Not even just contending. That's like you're, you're the face of the media for everything. Like you're the focal point of the NBA. You're the focal point of the East. Yeah, no. Just media wise alone, you're the focal point of the East. You're the, you're, the beast of the East. Is us. You that, take away a we'll, we'll lot. Become, yeah,
1: we'll become like the face of the Eastern Conference. Knox for getting sure.
0: better. Zion Williams, and uh, you know Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: that's but you know what?
1: That's wishful thinking.
0: Let's just wait till July. <laughs> That's funny. if you guys didn't hear it yet, also about Kyrie Irving when they asked him about his uh, promise to stay in Boston, that he um, that he said, "Ask me in July about his commitments." You know what his commitments? If they change, if his commitments have changed, they ask him, and he said, "Ask me in July." There you go. So uh, I mean, I is. It, Right now, what everybody's saying, it's very real because they do want to play with each other. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving.
1: So Uh, so the last point I'm going to make, right? (laughs) So this trade happened very rapidly.
0: Yeah, it came out of nowhere, but it it didn't... It came out of nowhere to us. Yeah, but this... It didn't happen out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, but... I'm sure the Knicks had this in their back pocket.
0: Of course. No, they definitely did. That's what I'm saying. It, 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 it's, it's, not like, it's not like Porzingis has said yesterday in the afternoon at, 3, at 2.30 in the afternoon. Hey, you know what? I'm unhappy with the culture about it. Oh, you know what? Hey, Dallas, since you were here last night, you want to take him now? You know, at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, the, the, the trade's done. No. I, I think they just wanted to confirm where Porzingis was at. Of course,
1: it seems like he was a disgruntled player and seemed like it would have been difficult to re-sign him, right? Or give him that extension. And they just pulled the trigger on a trade offer they had already, Which or proposal.
0: I think it's a smart offer. I think it was a great offer. And you know, I know what's another reason. I like kind of not another reason, but one reason I feel bad about Porzingis is his agent, his brother, who's not an agent. He's not a real agent. He didn't shop him around as he's supposed to. If he knows his brother wants to leave, is unhappy here, the Knicks are gonna. Because the Knicks did the right thing. Because they could have just they could have they could have gotten nothing for him. Right? We could have gotten nothing. We could have yeah, ended up we just We could have keep... lost
1: him in the, uh, in the free agency. Yeah, because uh, he could have gotten a qualifying offer, and he would have signed just that one yeah. year, and then he would have became and a we been, free got... agent the next season. And
0: we would have had space for like just one max contract and ended up with nothing. Yeah. So this was the right thing to do, and I love what the Knicks did, and I really hope that people just let go about Porzingis the greatness because he's not all that great. He's nobody. He's done nothing. But um, it's, it's... What was the point I was trying to make? Oh, his brother. His brother. Uh-huh. Why weren't other teams... Shopping out. like, Philly has assets to give. Philly could have been in contention to try to get Porzingis. Clippers could have been. Listen, the, the, listen, the, the 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 Lakers, they have assets they want to give. Lonzo Ball's even said that if he wants he's going to leave the Lakers, he wants to leave to the Chicago or the Knicks. That's where he wants to go.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm not saying I want Lonzo Ball. I'm not saying any of that. I'm not saying that we could have had all this. I'm just saying that there's other teams. You know, we could probably maybe the Celtics would have wanted to take him. No, it and was, they have assets
1: to trade. It, it was us dumping the salaries. That's
0: yeah, that's where it came. It's us dumping the salaries. And but we did it with so many other safety nets. We dumped the salaries, so we created an opportunity to give him two mass contracts. Yeah. And we had Dennis Smith Jr., who was a good safety net to fall back on to help. And we had seven picks in the next five years. But like I said, his brother, who's not a real agent, that's why no one's going to talk to him. No other agents are going to talk to him like he's an agent because it's not like he's a big guy to reach out with a lot of contacts.
1: Yeah, he probably doesn't have the networks.
0: And, yeah, he doesn't have the networks, and he doesn't have the skill and know how to do it. That's why I didn't do the right way of shopping him out the right way to even maybe get other contending offers. Because, hey, let's say for argument's sake, maybe, maybe we could have got a, th- a third first rounder somewhere else or some other third th- th- three-way trade. Yeah, and we could have got more picks and more cap space opened up or whatever it is, you know? Yeah, so, perhaps. So... So, yeah, so, I mean, you know, I feel bad that, he, that he's trusting his brother. So, I mean, uh, well, he's going to trust his brother. I get it. But so much to be a manager and to influence you, to put a bug in your ear, to make you feel like you are like the second coming of Michael Jordan right now. You know, which you're not.
1: No, he's not. You've Nowhere,
0: nowhere near. To, you know, I get it. So young, but you know what? So young with so many health problems. Yeah. You know what? Be worried, we're worried about Kyrie and his, and his issues to stay on the court, right? You got to be worried about Poisingas' health issues to stay on the court, too. But I, but the, oh oh the magical thing he's seven three and can shoot the three pointer okay great yeah and you know, you hardly ever see that those things don't grow on trees but it's it still doesn't make him the best player in the NBA so move on from that
1: let's move on
0: move on from that, man we can move on right now if you want to but I just I, I love the trade I'm very happy and like I said come July if we mess it up and we end up getting just like a Middleton and a and a, and a Dragic or a Harris just said that, that's it out of it then I'm just gonna say that hey we messed up our opportunity. But I love the opportunity that this created for us.
1: I'll put a brown bag over my face. That's it. I'll just put it over my head and draw a little sad face if those are the guys we end you're, up signing.
0: You're, you're the face of the podcast. You can't do that.
1: Well, Lord, Lord knows I can't be the face I'll of the I'll podcast. I'll do it. I'll put that on and I'll put a BFB hat. <laughs> so people, <laughs> But know you got a I prototype hat in.
0: Yeah. We got the prototype hats in for the B a B hats. It's, it's we, comfortable. It is, it's nice. It's real comfortable. It looks cool. It looks good. It looks cool. Um I,
1: I, I like uh, you know, when I went to the bathroom and I was washing my hands, I was like, Wow. <laughs>
0: this hat looks kinda nice. I like yeah, no, I, I like. It's it's really cool. Um but um you know, we're still working out which hats we're gonna to... Because like I said, I tried on a couple of different t-shirts and a couple of different hoodies before I selected those to be the where we're gonna place our our brand on our logo on. And I'm just going through a couple of hats first before we find out where we're putting that on either. Hey, listen, if you run an embroidery company and if you run a a printing company where, you know, you could provide us with the hats, hit us up, let us know. You want you have some cool hats that you think you you know we might like and you want to do some business, we're looking to grow, you know? Yeah, let's do it. Uh so let's move on right now Two. Another big story, which is the Super Bowl.
1: Super Bowl. Can't wait for all them wings. Mm.
0: Oh, but you know what's funny? I'm sorry. Just let me give one more thing to to go back into trades, right? All right. Rewind. Rewind. Rewind real quick. Sorry. 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 I know a lot of people also talking about the fact that the Knicks traded Patrick Ewing nowadays. They're bringing that back up, right? Yes. Which I thought was insulting too. let Patrick Ewing finish his last year of the contract with the Knicks, right? But we traded him in his last year to the contract to the to the SuperSonics. SuperSonics. And with that, I mean, we traded for guys like Glenn Rice and uh, who else were the people in that trade? I don't remember. I know Glenn Rice was being one of them, anyways. But we took on a lot of contracts with that trade. But this is, the difference. Point was this that Hewing gave us 15 years before he we traded him. You know, we drafted him in '85 and he started playing with the SuperSonics in 2000. So that's a big difference with that. But like some other bad moves, like bad trades the Knicks had made. Like this, I I think one of the worst ones. Eddie Curry. Huh? Eddie Curry. No, which was a bad. He had one good season where he was at 17-7. He had one good season. He was at 17-7 one season. He was good. Stephon but, Marbury. No. You know what? You know what I think the worst trade the, NBA, the Knicks made? Which one? Well, no, come on. Think. Can you think?
1: Uh, well, you got the mellow trade. Stephon Marbury was pretty bad. Stephon, um,
0: his attitude was all bad with it. Eddie Curry. A lot um, of people hated uh, uh, Dolan also for trading away Phil uh, Sprewell. Yeah. Uh, no, I can't think of another one. The worst trade I think the Knicks made was giving up Marcus Camby, Mark Jackson, and Anay to the Nuggets. To the Nuggets. The Knicks traded away Camby, Jackson, and Anay in exchange for Antonio McDice, Frank Williams, and also a second-round <laughs> pick. Do you know what that second-round pick ended I up totally being? I
1: totally forgot about Antonio McDice. Do you oh know what that second-round pick ended up being? Uh, What, Tony Parker or something?
0: I can't even pronounce his name. It's like Massage Lampe. <laughs> Whoever uh, it is. Uh, it's French. Yeah, but when, <laughs> I, I, I'm saying it in a French way. It could be Lampe. I don't know. But I, I, don't even, I never even heard of the guy. But still, that year when they made that trade, this is the 2002 when they made that trade, yeah. Canby went on to be the defensive player of the year, and then they ended up being an all-rookie first team because we drafted them.
1: Another bad trade was the Banyagi trade with the Raptors.
0: Yeah. That was a bad trade. That was a bad trade. (laughs) That's a lot. We could keep on going. But I just think it's funny that we drafted a, a, not great, but a very, very, very good player like Nene. Yeah, Nene. And then we gave him up. He's still playing. Yeah, he's still playing, but we gave him up. But, uh, you know, those other guys that we got barely lasted two seasons for us. Horrible. That, that I think, was the worst trade ever. But this trade, I think, is going to be a great one. It's just now that we have this opportunity, we can't blow this opportunity. And I really don't think we will. The only thing I think will mess up this opportunity be James Dolan. But that's about it. So, let's move on. Let's move on. Talk to me, doggy. Well, we got the Super Bowl, you know.
1: Um, I'm I'm definitely going to be indulging in some wings. I don't know about you because you're on your keto keto diet.
0: I could eat wings on a keto diet. Oh, yeah? All right. They just can't be breaded and uh, can't be really sauced. Okay. All but right. I'm, I'm going to cheat on the...
1: On oh, is that, that your day. cheat day?
0: That's my cheat day. I'm cheating on that day. Nice, nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat, then I'm gonna go back into it seriously because my honey my honeymoon is coming up in two weeks. Maldives. Maldives, here I come. So who do you got in this game? I wanna s – I'm not wanna. I am. I'm gonna say the Rams. I got the Rams. You got the Rams? I could hundred percent be wrong. What's the spread of this? Two and a half, right? Two and
1: a half. Uh the Patriots are favorite. So two and a half. Uh, the Rams are getting two and a half points. Yes,
0: two and a half. That's that 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 that's how like unsure you feel about this kind of. Well, principle. most of
1: the New England Patriots games have been pretty close, besides the one that they lost
0: against the Eagles, which was right. Like, right. Like eight well, points. every time they've yeah, won, every time they've won, it's been pretty very close. Yeah, I think it's like it, I think it's like only been like within three points. Right. It, I think most of the games have been decided in the fourth quarter. So. Not all the Super Bowls like that. That one against the Carolina, the Broncos sucked. I remembered. Oh yeah, that was like a. They just sucked.
1: And then the Falcons. The Falcons and they came back. They to came. The, the Patriots came back. Yeah, that was yeah. the fourth quarter one. Yeah. But um, two and a half. Uh, you know, before the playoffs started, I picked the Rams. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick with the Rams on this one. I like their defensive front, and the Rams are. They remind me of the Giants, the defensive front. Oh, okay. You know, they had they ha- What? They- <laughs> I could have been taken lo- really wrong in a lot of ways. Yeah, their, their defensive front reminds me of the Giants. The potential of them pressuring Tom Brady. And we all know that Tom Brady is not a mobile quarterback. And uh, if you could collapse the pocket that he uh, has all the time in the world to throw in, then they have a really good chance because it's going to be tough to not only stop Aaron Donald, but Sue might be a monster in this game.
0: No, I, that, that's what I always said. I mean, if you look at the playoffs uh, this year with the, um, with the Patriots, one big reason why Tom Brady has gone as far as he did is because of the fact that um he hasn't been really pressured. He hasn't been touched. I don't think he's been touched this entire, like not, not he hasn't been sacked yet. No, Oh, I'm not. I can I don't have the I, stats I, on it's that. It's Sorry fine. Don't worry about, about it. No, it's okay. But anyways, like, um, yeah. One big reason why I feel that Tom Brady will not, well, when they would not win, is because of the fact that he hasn't really been that much pressure. And I just feel like that defensive front is going to put a lot of pressure on Tom Brady, a lot of pressure on him. And uh, I actually put a prop bet down.
1: $50. I, I put a
0: bet on uh, Aaron Donald to win MVP. Thank Wha- you for that, Marquette. <laughs> what
1: odds you got on? 18 to 1. 18 to 1? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, when... Last week
0: I said it was what twenty to one, twenty two to, to one. It was twenty to one, and then a couple yeah. of days, like I think, like two days later, I put that bet. And yeah. it now went it's uh, I think fourteen to one. Or a lot of people to listen one. to the show and they heard you, and they, they yeah. said, "They're like, oh, it's a great odds." And oh, Flex makes a point. We got to put that bet on. If you guys win, just uh, just support the show. Buy some uh, some swag. All right. Yes, 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 yes. Well like I can while they're still super inexpensive, if you win some money, there's uh no reason why you can't buy that
1: uh do you, you think the game is going to go over or under It's uh 56 and a half 56 and a half 56 and a
0: half
1: so that's pretty much uh, like uh 28 under to uh, under
0: under i, I think it's going to go under me I, too i think it's going to be i think it's going to be 27 to 17
1: the general consensus right now they're better on the over about 54%. But I, I like the under on this one. I say 2717 Rams. Uh, I see about somewhere roughly around there. Maybe 2124. Uh, Do I tw- have that number? Or 2128. Su- oh, I dropped my phone. I'm
0: saying like I uh, Hold on. Look at my phone that I dropped. Do I have that number as one of my boxes? I don't even know.
1: <laughs> you going to look at your boxes right now? I'm going to look at my boxes right now. I'm going to oh, see if I have man. seven and four.
0: I don't know. How many Super Boxes do you have? I uh, uh, have two. Two? I, d- I don't know the numbers yet. I only got the numbers for one in my boxes. All right. Let's see. Rams, seven. Oh, I got seven and six. That's not bad. Nope. But I think it's going to be seven and four. Oh, you know, I got a great uh, one. Zero, zero. I like zero, zero. Yeah, but this is only, for, for this particular box, Is only paying out a half and at the end, so. Yikes. Hopefully it goes 10-10. or twenty twenty. Ten ten is more realistic. Touchdown and field goal. Well, well, we'll touchdown, see. extra point, and field goal. If you want me to be specific, but no, I, I think it's going to be um, a, uh, a good Super Bowl to watch. And I just think that you know it's going to be the Rams, and uh, I'll be DJing at Sweet Spot. So if anybody wants to come out to Sweet Spot, come by. It's going to be a great time. Uh, you know, we got a lot going on there. It's going to be packed. Well, you know, I hooked up. You know, we helped hooked up the n- new sound system into there. So it's going to be an awesome place to watch. it. And I'm going to be DJing, of course. So they hired me to DJ so the more Super Bowl's over, I could start DJing, and then everybody could just leave. Oh, I don't want to listen to this guy. <laughs> it's like DJ clear the crowd, basically. <laughs> they hire me when parties get too packed for liability reasons and to kind of bring down the crowd a little. Oh, let's get out of here. Uh, Flex is on. That's, that sounds like you're a good DJ. Oh, terrible. Yeah. I'm really a ter- good. terrible DJ. Awful.
1: So go and come on by and listen to a terrible DJ. <laughs> You, the, you won't see a, a room get clear quicker it's than pro, flex. It's probably the reason why the one and twos. It's
0: probably the reason why my wife's probably not going also. <laughs> it's it's funny uh because you know my wife's really big into sports. She, you know she she loves sports. She's really big into it. Uh, one of her one of her bridesmaids uh, got engaged, and uh, I don't know what happened. I, it's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's all right One of her bridesmaids got engaged. All right. and uh, <laughs> What was that? Well, I don't know what happened. I'm, I'm over here <laughs> you, looking yeah, at stats. And I know. Something, it's, pops it's up. something automatically popped up. Don't worry about it. But like <laughs> I said, one of her bridesmaids got engaged, and she's having an like, engagement brunch, and she was like, babe. Having the brunch on this Sunday, I'm like Super Bowl's like I know, but I can't tell all the other girls like you know like what are you doing at Super Bowl? They're gonna be like so what? It's who cares? Who watches barbaric football? You know? What I mean? Oh my god! But she does. My wife loves it, and but but she found out the time of it, and it's it's pretty early, and uh, so she doesn't have time to watch the game, so she's happy. Boom. That's so she's good. happy about that. Um, but yeah, lots going on, and the Super Bowl, and commercials.
1: Yeah, I was trying to pull up the prop bets and then, you know, some tropical music was playing. uh, (laughs) So I'm afraid to bring that back up. Oh, man. Sorry about that. But uh, anyway, so anything in basketball besides the Porzingis? Fantasy? Besides the
0: Porzingis? Fantasy-wise? No. I I didn't do too much of my fantasy reaches because I've been talking so much about this Porzingis trade that's been going on. Uh but fantasy wise, it does hurt that you have T.J. Warren out. Uh Tyreek Evans, who was a good, you know, advice to get with Vicky Oladipo out, sucks. So, Who's also watch, it, watch us sign him. He's a free agent this year too. Watch, watch, watch us give Max contract to to Tyreek Evans. Tyreek Evans, <laughs> nah, nah, he he, he might be. Bought, they might do a buyout with him. Hey, uh
1: how do you think uh, DeAndre Jordan uh, will be affected by this trade?
0: He's, fantasy wise or just yeah, no? I think he's gonna put up some. I, that's what, that's another thing I'm happy about the trade because I have DeAndre Jordan on one of my teams. And I'm okay. So, and I'm so happy that uh, I finally have a New York Nick on my team. But you know, <laughs> but but it's true. Like I'm dying to pick up Jaleel Okafor. He's been on a tear.
1: Remember, I brought him up last yeah. week, and uh, he's doing really good. He's doing really, Especially really good. with, uh, I forgot to mention that Muratish was out, and uh, I don't know if he's
0: still out. But you know, he got injured. He's a free agent too next year. Murtic? yeah, you know there's another free agent too that i, I like wouldn't him. mind si- that i wouldn't mind and he's not he hasn't been talked about a lot i doubt we are he'll probably stay where he is maybe but you know there's another free agent that i really would like to sign who this would be great too like if we i'm not saying give him a max contract but if we ended up getting like like i said like i guess i say, we get Kawhi and this guy and then still have enough money for damian Lillard next year that'd be great vucevic oh i like v- vucevic yeah man That'd be another great scenario too for the Knicks, no? Like, how would you like that if you had Kawhi Leonard, Vucevic, Damian Lillard, and Zion Williams? Uh, the Knicks would look
1: very promising.
0: That, that that's a real competing team, and then you know, depending who you put on the two, because you need you need a you need a wingman. I'm just happy if they just make it to the
1: playoffs, not as an eighth seed where we're still under 500. Right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want to see them. Be, know, a, be some somewhat of like the, the Nets. top three,
1: top fourth. You know, what are that's like fifty six right now, right? Uh, I think seventh now. No, oh, okay. Well,
0: screw them. But still, yeah, screw
1: them. Sorry.
0: Uh, no, but you know, I, I don't. I, 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 I'm. I'm very advocate that the only team that I do not support in New York. Now I still give very unbiased opinions about it. But the only New York team I do not support is the Nets. But There are sixth place, twenty six and twenty five. Sixth place. Okay. Now. Let me ask you something about football-wise. Do it. Let me ask you again, though, now knowing, do you still think that we draft a quarterback, the Giants? It looks like Haskins is going to be the guy that we're
1: going to draft. Mm-hmm. And at this point, you know, since we didn't draft a player last year, mm-hmm. a, a, a quarterback last year, b- besides and it seems like he's not going to pan out. Uh, Haskins looks promising. The only doubt is that he only played one year. What a year, though! Yeah, he, uh, you know, I I believe we mentioned him, but um, in yeah, one did. of our previous episodes. But uh, so you know the stats. Uh, I, I I think you have to give him a shot unless someone wants to trade up, and wants to blow us away. Maybe I'll consider that. You know, because in football is it's not like baseball or basketball draft picks especially in the 1st, 2nd and 3rd round even the 4th are very valuable. Right. And you know, if someone just wow us with uh, a trade offer then I'll consider trading down. But right now it looks like it has to be Haskins. We have to see how he does it in his pro day, the combine and, and and you know, how he conducts his interview and do the that quarterback test, uh what we call it. What's the test that the quarterbacks do? Combine? No, oh. no. The the, the oh. tests. Um
0: Oh, that all NFL players do the quarter, the quarterbacks, just quarterbacks. I don't know. I know the Wonderlink. Uh, yeah, that the Wonderlink. That all. Oh, they, they all do that. Yes. Yeah. Look at me. I'm NFL a, I'm a bozo. Yeah. The, I thought, <laughs> I thought, why
1: they only mentioned the quarterbacks? You
0: though? know what's funny? Talking about uh, NFL drafts, right? Not NFL. They talk about the NFL drafts. Talk about fantasy drafts. That's actually the way I'm. Con- and if this is another freebie early for your for you commissioners out there. I'm actually conducting my and I'm actually conducting my NFL draft uh, determination that way. We're going to take the Wonderling test and then the results will not the results won't be that what spot you get. It will get it will give you the choice of what pick you want. So if you got the highest score in the Wonderling test You will get to choose what's. You get the first choice of what spot you want to pick at. What that does, and I'm going to put a video out next next year on YouTube about giving you really really cool ways of picking your draft order. But what that does, it eliminates the chance of like, let's say, like some I've talked about this another way too, like poker tournaments, right? So if you have a poker tournament and somebody wants the last pick, like in your draft this year, I had the last pick and I wanted the last pick. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're in a poker tournament, you want the last pick, you'll purposely lose. Like if you don't want, like if you don't want the first pick, you're not gonna. You'll only get so far, and you'll want to get out that point. So that stops it. So if you win the poker tournament, you'll get the first choice at what spot you want. Because I didn't want the first pick last year. I didn't want it. So, you know what I mean? It depends on what you want. So things like that you could do. So if you do a poker tournament, if everybody in your league plays poker, hold the poker tournament, whoever gets the first place and wins the poker tournament wins the option to get the first pick and so on and so forth. So whoever's the first player to be eliminated from the 12-man poker tournament they would get the last option. They get whatever's left. Whatever's so if, left. Which is like the which is like if the It's s- usually like ten It's usually 11, like ten, eleven, 9, yeah. yeah. So if like the tenth pick is left, then that's your pick you're gonna have. But, you know, so I'm doing it with this year with my league with the Wonderlink test. I'm, yeah. Uh, I,
1: you mentioned that before and I and I like that uh I, I like that it's different. It's pretty cool. I, really, everyone wanna, is going to be curious to see what their score will be. So it might be a little competitive.
0: There's a really dangerous one I would have done if I was like 21 or 22 or something like that. But probably about like 22, 23. But I don't I don't advocate anybody to do this. I don't recommend this. But there's one. That we, I know we got to wrap up and we're going to finish this up soon. But uh, you ever hear about the one that you just go out drinking with your whole draft and you just try to drink as much as you can. And then within like two hours, you take a breathalyzer test. No, I'm not. I'm not (laughs) going to. I'm not entertaining that I'm not entertaining that that either, but that sounded funny. If I was like 23, I might have done it, but. Well, yeah, probably because
1: your your hangover recovery is like.
0: That and plus less responsibility. Milliseconds. (laughs) Less responsibility at times, yeah. Now
1: with a hangover, it takes like a week. Like you have to go
0: on IR. Yeah, (laughs) I have to go on the IR. I was like, yo,
1: I'm on IR. It's like, you know. I'm I had to work out
0: I have to work out my drinking around freaking holidays. Like just to make sure I have time to recover. <laughs> yeah, you have to like all right, what well, am what am I gonna do the next two days after that? No, no
1: I can't do it. I have it's responsibilities. Like this,
0: this year my birthday was on Thanksgiving. Last year Thanksgiving was harsh. I was so hung because my birthday was the day before Thanksgiving. It was I was harsh.
1: It was I hard. Was, it was a long no, day. No, this year for you.
0: too, because I was drinking the night before. I was also two two Thanksgivings I suffered through. It was terrible. Anyways. I feel bad for you, bro. That's all the time we have, right? Yeah, we're pretty much over an hour. All right. So that's all the time we have. All right. So once again, party people, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you very much for tuning in here on uh, this very New York-like Fantasy Football Talk. Um, once again, do not do not forget to follow us on Instagram at BFB Podcast, on Twitter at PodcastBFB. Buy these t-shirts, as I said. Get these t-shirts and these hoodies while it's super inexpensive. Not only do you get a fantastic, really cool t-shirt, you'll show a lot of support to us. We're going to have a lot of cool stuff coming along the way, like bottle openers, stress balls, hats, duffel bags, a lot of cool things that we have in the works coming up. And... More podcasts coming up in the works. Yes. Maybe, possibly, that seems like most likely actually. Yes, it definitely will happen. Keep following us party people. Want to say success nonetheless. Party uh Marchetti, want wants to say goodbye. Yo, enjoy Super
1: Bowl Sunday and uh be safe. Peace party people. Peace.